Welcome, our virtual water cooler friends, to the 31st episode of Into the Filmverse. What is Into the Filmverse, you ask? Well, that is a great question. It's a movie fan podcast covering all types of film content, including movie news, new releases, and a variety of past releases. I'm Mitchell Chandler. And I'm Bryce Payne. And today, we are discussing the new release of Wrath of Man, the mystery-slash-thriller film Zodiac, and various content we watched throughout the week. If you want to see our reviews for films we talk about today or get our thoughts on other films, be sure to join us on Letterboxd, the social network for film lovers. You can find me, Mitchell Chandler, at Mitch Reviews, and that's M-Y-T-C-H. And you can find me, Bryce Payne, at Payne Reviews, P-A-Y-N-E. Oh my god, I can't spell my own last name. I know, tongue twister sometimes, <laughs> I feel that. Um, but before we dive into some of our weekly movie watches, we're going to go off the top with some recent movie news. Um... You know, I don't know if you got a chance this week. You know, we like to start out watching the talking about the new Disney Plus um, shows. We've been watching the Bad Batch. I don't know if you got a chance to watch the next episode or not. No. Okay. Now there's three out, and I've only seen the first one. Yeah, I just I'm I'm not really into it, but I know you, you would try to try to watch it. So I've been uh, we'll keep up with you there. Um, yeah, on that, but... I, I'll probably watch it tomorrow. Okay, so you know, we'll talk about that next week. <laughs> um, some other cool superhero Marvel news. Uh, Venom 2 trailer dropped. Oh, yes, it did. Yay. I thought it looked good. Mitchell did not. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I am always overcritical on things when I first see them. I don't know. No, it was. I, I watched it again, and it's very um, Venom-y. I don't know. It was, it was, it was fun to watch. It, it's, it's weird after like a long time without Venom, suddenly to have Venom again. It's just so nice. To have Venom again in the thing. Um. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see it. Carnage looked kind of cool. We got, we got our first glimpse of Carnage. The little second. Yeah, and but he, Woody Harrelson was just weird. He's like, we missed you, Eddie, so much. At least like, his hair f- looks better. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> he's so corny every time he talks. I'm like, bro, let's just see Carnage. Let's not see you talk anymore. All right. Um, I was like digging through the trailer too, trying to find like connections to Morbius and shit. Because I right. was like sitting there, I was like. We're gonna figure Still it out. out. <laughs> the, see, in all this trailer, the, the, my favorite parts and the parts that I enjoy the most were when Venom and Eddie were basically doing their thing, like the beginning where they're making the food and the breakfast, and the shit was just going haywire. Dude, dude it's like a parasite dude. on Eddie, and Eddie's just like Venom yeah. threatens to eat Mrs. Chen. That was hilarious. I loved it. <laughs> we cannot eat Mrs. Chen. You you what? promised the chocolate. <laughs> Where's the chocolate? <laughs> uh, no, I'm really, I'm really excited. It's actually like this is the trailer that's like now I'm like all right. Let's, the superhero let's movies roll. coming back. Marvel's coming back. Let's go. <gasps> yeah, super exciting. Um, the not. I mean, so here's uh, some sort of like tidbit of movie news. Um, I don't know if you have looked too much into this, Bryce, but that the Golden Globes have been having some issues. The Hollywood Hollywood Foreign Press uh, Association, I think, is what it's called. The HFPA. They've been getting a lot of flack lately um, because there's several reasons. But basically, like, t- there's a lot of different things that have been going into the past this past week. Um, basically, Tom Cruise is, is like giving back all his Golden Globes. Um, NBC, the people that have been where that have been airing the Golden Globes, are canceling it for next year. They're not they're not going to be airing it. Why? So there's okay. So there's a few different reasons why. I mean, I don't um, I don't watch it, but I'm just curious. Right? Now. No, that's not a good question. So there's a few different reasons why. The first. Um, Okay, so I mean, it's a little bit. You know, need to know a little bit about the Hollywood Foreign Press Association. So you know, when you, there's the um, on on the Oscars, it's it's like over ten thousand members that actually vote for you know, what yeah. films get nominated and things like that. Well, the Golden Globes is made up of eighty seven members, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, exactly, eighty seven members, right? Ten thousand people to pick Best Picture. 
eighty-seven See, for and, the Golden Globes. And those and those ten thousand people, it's they, you know they're they're musicians, they're editors, they're producers, they're filmmakers. You know, they're just across the board, all different types of people, right? Well, the Hollywood Press or Foreign Press Association are people that live in L.A. that are um, and that work. Yeah, people that live in L.A. and that work at a, at a foreign press, basically, or foreign. You know, thing. And there's only 87 members. What kind of voting system is that? Yeah, so it's it's very you know like skewed, uh, skewed exactly. Um, there's no representation as far as just like different. They're, they're all like I guess white basically. They're all white basically. So there's no representation in that regard for different types of people. So and that, that was kind of like well, if you're doing a foreign press, there should be representation, right? I mean, in general, there should be representation. Correct. Right. No, you're right. Exactly. But but specifically, I mean that well, the fact that there was no representation at all, they're like. People are giving them flack for that, which they have been for a while. But not only that, but there's been the second reason is because they would be nominating movies and TV shows that aren't good just so they can get the actors of the stars to come to their show. Like I can't, I forgot what the name of the the show was, but there was a uh, Johnny Depp film a while back that he was in that they just wanted Johnny Depp at the show, and they nominated for like best picture. People are like that was a horrible film. Like you even rated it like thirty percent on like you know when all of your critics rated it like you know rotten on Rotten Tomatoes because they're part of the Rotten Tomatoes critics, and uh, and yet you nominated it for Best Picture. Like it's so fucking. They, dumb. they just wanted the people at you know they just wanted the actors at the at their awards. That's that's ridiculous. So there's that, and then there's the whole issue of just um, kind of of a corruption type thing where like I guess that you know they're they're supposed to be a charity organization. So they they get money from like these different uh, studios, companies, you know, all these different things to be able to fund basically smaller projects or, or small things or uh, kind of like just for like people to, to to learn filmmaking or you know basically to introduce filmmaking to younger generations is kind of like what they're get, get money for. Yeah, but they've been using the money to pay their own members because it's saying like, oh, you served in a certain like chapter or whatever or like are you served in this committee so you get paid x amount of dollars swindling motherfuckers yeah exactly so they're just swindling <laughs> all this money from people um so yeah they've been receiving a lot of flack lately nobody nobody wants to really be with them oh plus not only that with, with it being 87 members like there was this thing uh like where they all i think it was like something in paris i forgot the exact name of it but they invited 30 people from that from that uh Hollywood Foreign Press Association and t- to like stay like for a full week or it was a few days. I don't know either way, but like, and they like treated them like Kings. Actually, that's what was qu- that was the quote from one of the people there is like, they treated us like Kings. So they all voted for like this movie because they treated them nicely. But I'm like, that's 30, that's like a one third of your entire voting population voting for this one film. That's why it got a nomination. It's not even that good. That's horrible. Fuck that. Yeah, exactly. So. May not like the Oscars sometimes, but at least they seem more honest than that. Exactly. I mean, yeah. Well, see, sometimes the Oscars could do that, but like, what? You, you, there's ten thousand people, like thirty people. You do that too, it's not going to make a difference, you know? Yeah, that's true. So, so yeah, so a lot. So basically, and it's re- representation issues. It's it's you know corruption issues with the money, and it's it's just like you know, whole lot of issues with that. So a lot of people are not liking the Golden Globes and the H- HFPA right now. Um, I think what the industry is calling for, and a lot of people are calling for, is for them if they want to continue and you know to, to come back, is they want them to double their uh, membership. Oh, we're getting plus one. Plus one. 
So that way, the new members outnumber the old members. I just, I don't know. Golden Globes are dumb. Yeah, no. <laughs> I agree, but I mean, but that, if they did that, though, that could make it a little bit more, at least viable as far as continuing. That, that's fair. I just don't. I just don't see know. it continuing, though, with, with all the flack it's gotten and, and the fact, I don't know, just the amount of change that they would have to do. And I, I just don't think the people that are there are going to be willing to do that and continue it. So You know, that's what we, that's what we were going to do after we finish our Best Picture watch is go through the uh, Golden Globes. Right. I don't think I'm going to do that now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's it, the Golden Globes is mostly just like they they always put it on a good show, but they just don't. It just doesn't mean much as far as like awards. Well, that was kind of all the the news that we had for this week. Um, there was like one other trailer that dropped that I today that I I don't know too much about. I tried watching it. I was, I was confused. It was called like the Green Knight. I don't know if you saw that release. I heard about it. I didn't know the trailer came out. Yeah, I mean, I don't honestly have no. I still, I watched the trailer and I still don't know what it's about. So I'm gonna have to watch it again and give it a look. But just so you know, that there's a trailer called The Green Knight that comes out, like comes out in theaters in like July. So I'm like, where'd this come from? But... All right, cool. <laughs> um, with that down, we're gonna venture onto some of our weekly movie watches. Um, I think you might have talked about this last week, but I got a chance to watch it this week, and I think you watched it I again watched on Monday. It again, yeah. Uh, it's the Mitchells versus the Machines. It's a good movie. It is very cute. I, I, I loved it. I mean, um, <laughs> for the most part. It is very much just like like three of the so- same type of stories we've seen in a bunch of other films kind of oh, mashed together. Yeah, it's a, it's not very unique, but it's very much it's very fun. I like hate that it's not unique, but at the same time they they like executed it so perfectly that I can't be mad at it. Yeah, isn't it terrible? Because you're like sitting there like that's kind of weird. But then you're like, no, but it's pretty cool though. Yeah, Did, didn't you like the boy's voice? I didn't like it at first, but then the more it went on, I was like, you know, that's kind of cute. Like, <laughs> We were watching it, right, and Nathan was just like, why the fuck does that guy have a grown-ass man's voice? He did, but I know, it did sound like that, but it, it was almost like one of those things where like maybe he hit puberty before his body did. <laughs> He's played by a 32-year-old. Is he really? <laughs> That's amazing. I actually kind of liked it. I don't know why. It, it, like, <laughs> so I was like, yeah, the first time I saw him, I was like, why does that sound so weird? But then as it went on, and the, all the all the random animation and like live-action shit that they kept changing to, I just fell into it. Yeah, did you know it's by it's just by Sony Animation? Jacob was watching it, and he's like, as soon as it started, he's like, Spider Verse. Yeah, he was like, yeah. no, this reminds me of a Spider Man movie. No, I mean because it had a lot of those elements as far as like uh, varying animation. What it worked very well for Spider Man into Spider Verse because they because uh, it was more of like a comic book flavor. You know, they could add those like extra pops and wows and, and pows in there. Um, but this they added a lot more, just kind of like dynamic animation and and kind of like. I wouldn't even say changes in animation, but it's just like, it was more like a, um, like if she was creating a film herself, because that was the main thing. Is yeah, that- dude, about three-fourths of the movie, Nathan sits there and goes, bro, what if this is just her making a movie for school? And I was like, I fucking had the same thought when the movie started, because I was like, this is whack as fuck. Yeah. But although, I mean, <laughs> it, it really was, though. I mean, it pretty much was, basically, though. Um, what what do you think of the pug? I love the pug. They're like <laughs> bread. Wait, they're like, what do they say? Is like, is it uh, dog, pig, bread, dog, bread, bread? I don't know. And then, bro, that that because okay, so it was so stupid, but like I still loved it every time because they used the pug as a shield. And then, and then, and then it gets to those evil, like the more evil robots. And then it, they're like, we could tell the difference between dog and bread. That was so funny to me. I don't. I was like, this is this shouldn't be funny, but it is. 
with a giant Furby speaking but, Japanese. Oh my god! No, but like, well, yeah, exactly. Like, there's so many jokes in here that just land so perfectly, and I'm like, this should not be funny, it but it is. It shouldn't be, but it works. Exactly. It really is though. Like, this should not be funny. Like, I hate you for making me laugh at this. It's like watching it, you're like, oh, yeah, it's kind of stupid. You're like, <laughs> a giant Furby. No, honestly, I, I was sitting here like, I should not be like, I feel like I'm too old for this, and that. But every time it kept making me laugh, I'm like, I, I keep wanting to watch. Like, I wanted to turn it off and then keep watching at the exact same time. It was so weird. Man, I was like, I was so happy when I first watched it. I was like, man, this is really good. And then Monday, we were like, we're going to watch A Man for All the Seasons. But I was like, I really don't feel like watching a two-hour-long movie about the Church of England. <laughs> and then we were going to watch um, No Country for Old Men. But then I was like, I want to laugh, though. <laughs> so let me laugh. So we decided to watch Mitchell Switch and the Machines because you sent me the picture of you watching it. And I was like, we're watching it, too. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I figured I might as well watch it because... We we were talking about it last week, and I just wanted to be. No, able to... Dude, dude, it's a solid film. I'm really it is, happy. It really with is. It. it really is. And I, I I don't know why I'm just like kind of salty about it. Like it shouldn't be as good as it like as just, it is. You're just mad. You're like I don't want to like it. <laughs> I really don't. I really didn't though. I mean, not that I go into the expectation not wanting to like a film, obviously. But I'm just like the fact that it had so many like cliches, like just like the story was built off like you know that a. a Basically, a chick that's going to college and her her and her father don't get well together. A, a, a robot apocalypse where AI goes wrong, you know, goes evil. Dude. And a ro- family <laughs> we road We promise trip. you it'll never go evil. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And so, see, I'm sitting here oh, and no. I'm like, and then it's like, it'll never go evil. Immediately goes evil. And I'm like, I fucking hate you. I was like, I, I know exactly what you're doing. And I was like, but I can't be mad at you because you know, you said you like. You're, You're just, so self-aware about what you're doing. It's just worth like, watching. It's be- yeah, it's because they know everything they're doing is like is like they're, they're not like br- they're bringing them in, and they're like, "Who's behind this?" And like as an audience, you're already like, "Well, it's the fucking phone." Like, right? And then he turns. He's like, "Oh, pal, it's you." And we're all like, "Well, no fucking shit." You know, like- <laughs> more than anything, this film shows that you can do anything not original. And still make it really good, dude. Have you seen the? You, you never saw the trailer for this, right? Like the, I, one of the I, newer ones, because like the old one where we first. I watched, watched it. the first trailer yeah, that ever yeah, came yeah. out. Uh, the, the the trailer they released for it, like the, to bring it back, right? Straight up shows you Pal's the bad guy, <laughs> like I'm in sure, the trailer, yeah. and the guy's like getting dragged in. He's like, "Who's behind this?" <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think it's even funnier that like the uh, the guy that created the AI, or whatever. He cracked me up too because he wasn't even a bad guy. Like he's just he like, was... I'm sorry. I just kind of, I was just trying to do a marketing presentation. I actually love you still, bro. Like, <laughs> dude, they were like bringing up, they had all the smart things attacking him, right? And Nathan was like, Why the fuck would you have a chip and a fan? <laughs> oh my god, right? Yeah, <laughs> or a washing machine. And I was like, Movie. <laughs> yeah, just stop thinking, bro. Like, also, some, and then uh, there's a lot of times I'm like. You know, this is a film that you can watch with just, like some kids, and like you, you just totally have almost have more fun, dude. It doesn't. It's two hours long, and it doesn't even feel like that. Like no, it, it went flies fast. by it so went fast. fast. It really did. I had so much fun with it, and I, I, I think I might have had an extra connection, me and you both, w- with uh, Katie, Being liking film, movies, yeah. a film buff. That was cool. Did you, did you like that she was LGBT without that being like the biggest part of the? You film? know, what? honestly, I didn't even <laughs> notice. It. Like, like there was a few drops. I'm like, I didn't, and then it really hit me at the end, and I'm like, because of what her mom said, yeah. like, and I'm like. Oh, it's so cute. <laughs> yeah, re- rewatching it, I noticed a lot of rainbows and shit all over the place. And That's I was dope. like, they they knew, but they didn't like shove it in your face, which I respect. Yeah, exactly. I, I, mean, ha- I hate it when they try to make it like a plot point. <laughs> like, right? It's, it's let like, people it's be not, people. Exactly. Like, exactly. Exactly. 
Um, so another film we we got to see was Wrath of Man. Now we have very very well. I mean, our reviews like, our, our ratings, ratings, ratings are different, are different but, but I feel like our feelings are pretty similar. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, so I gave it three. The Wrath of Man is the new Jason Statham film that came out. Uh, the action Guy Ritchie directed. Um, it's a it's all action film is what it's I think technically is, but. Not a whole lot of action in it, as far as that goes. It's mostly yeah, no, just limited the to... The trailers made it look a lot cooler than it actually was. They did. Um, it, it was very limited to like one scene in the beginning, and then with Post Malone, that was weird. And then yeah, That like, was actually like one of my favorite parts, though. I was so confused. I was like, what does Post Malone have to do with this film? But then... But then they had the the action scene at the end, which was which lasted a long minute. Like, that, that lasted for a while. Um... But still, even, even but it was so lack like it, it was so unfulfilling. Like it that, really was, was though, because I was like, I think about the time I saw that the the one scene, and this is a new release, so I don't want to spoil like a ton of things. But like, they show you the same scene like three like three to four times, and I was I know, like, I don't, I don't care anymore. <laughs> like, you see, okay, see, I I don't mind when they do that in films because I I like seeing things from different perspectives, like especially. But the way they did it in this film, it was very dry. Yeah, like, I was there like, wasn't. They didn't really add anything new to the scene exactly. other than camera angles, and I was like, exactly. I don't fucking care anymore. I mean, the only difference it made was that we understood where certain some characters were coming from. But besides the point, it didn't need to be shown again. Like really, you could have like so, you could have gone like saying that we got up to this point, and then you know it went fast or whatever. I, I mean they. And nothing was that surprising. Or I was like revealing, or like, you know, they had they had a big like quote unquote reveal at the end of like who the uh, be- who who the inside man is. Yeah, I guess. Well, that's kind of set up from the beginning that there's an inside man. So, but, but like, it's it's so obvious. Yeah, it's like oh, like, I expected they that like, from the beginning. They were like, oh, I am, and we were like, well, no fucking shit. Like, me, me and Bryce both looked at each other and we're like, well, yeah, like. <laughs> Who else would it be? I think we both looked at each other to, to like just to make sure that we were like we were like or are we just being dumb as like you know like like I was just like did we reach too far into this? This is supposed to be like a shocking moment for us. I know exactly. Like, I are I, we too smart? I was like not shocked at all. Like I I can honestly say like if I heard a single person in the theater go, oh, I would have been like, are you fucking blind? Like, and I know we're talking. I know there's a bunch of like we're talking a bunch of bad stuff about it. I mean, not bad, but just kind of like it, it has some fun moments. I would that say I think redeem it somewhat, but I w- I would not go see it again. No, I would either. But face value, it's okay. Like that's my it's, it's, an, it's an okay action flick. It doesn't bring anything new to the genre, and it doesn't do anything different. Like but... if you know Jason Statham and what kind of films he produces, and or he come he he he's uh, like stars in, then you're probably gonna like this film. Like if you yeah, like this like film, it's, it's you very, like this film. It's very yeah. This is normal work, but it doesn't bring anything new to the table that we haven't already seen. And especially for, and also if you're a Guy Ritchie fan, I've seen a few Guy Ritchie films. I would not expect what he normally films to be to be in this. It's it, this is very dull in the Guy Ritchie uh, flavor. Is this not what his normal stuff looks like? Not at all. Because no, I have I mean, only seen Sherlock Holmes and Aladdin. Other than this, see, and Aladdin isn't really that much of yeah, him either. Yeah, because that's a Disney controlled thing. What so. which which Sherlock Holmes did he do? It, he did both of them. RDJ. Hmm? Okay, I can see that being sort of his his flavor there. But no, I mean, I from what I've seen of him, his stuff, it's just it's very more. I don't know how to explain it, honestly. It's just kind of like you. Know, it's like one of those things you watch and you're like, I know what flavor you have. But this one, I like, I could see it like uh, peeking through in some spots, but otherwise, for the most part, it just seemed very like more just standard shooting. I might end up watching the gentleman just because I know that got some buzz. Yeah, I watched the gentleman. It was okay. 
I mean, I, I just, I think, I, from what I've seen, I'm not a huge Gary Chi fan, but yeah, I definitely if this see is, the if this is like what he does, I'm like this would have turned me away immediately. No, I would definitely say still check out the other stuff because he he can be he can be good uh, his other stuff. It just kind of worries me because like Aladdin, I didn't know was by him, and I thought that was pretty okay. Um, Sherlock Holmes, uh, it's what I expected it was going to be. I don't know but, why. Um, I don't like the Sherlock Holmes films. I, really, I don't know why. You know, like I said, they were they were what I expected. <laughs> you know why? It's like I think I watched I think I watched the Benedict Cumberbatch Sherlock Holmes before I watched these ones, and that one is so good that like this one is just kind of like dull to me. It's okay. They're making a third one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's not gonna do well. <laughs> no. You know, wait. Actually, sorry. I'll make I'll make a bet right now. I bet you that third film, third Sherlock Holmes film with the Robert Downey Jr. will come out. It will not do well. And I swear, like three months later, we're gonna hear an announcement that Iron Man is, or sorry, Robert Downey Jr. is back as Iron Man. Robert Downey Jr. is gonna like, and I love the man. So this is gonna hard to say, but like, he he uh he expected a lot more out of him retiring on Iron Man than he's getting. Yeah, no, exactly. Because he's like, I'm done. And then it's like, Dr. Doolittle. Dr. Doolittle. Dr. Doolittle. The Dr. Doolittle. But yeah, no, that makes sense. <laughs> I love that. Um, so, uh... And and now, uh, now he has Sherlock Holmes. Does he have yeah. anything else coming out? Uh, uh, rumors of being in Black Widow is a cameo, but I yeah, think no, he I don't think that. that. I think that's archival footage. Um. Yeah. No. I don't know anything about what else he's gonna be in. See, that's the thing, though. Is like you, you expect him to be in other things, but he's not. He's not. And besides, everything that's come out has not been good. Like, if you look at when when he even said he wasn't gonna be in Iron Man, like, like after the third one, remember he said he was gonna quit Iron Man, and then like he did that one film called like The Judge that did horrible. His next movie straight up is Sherlock Holmes three after Doolittle. Is there anything after that or no? That's that's all they got right now. Huh. Well, we'll see. But I, I bet you he'll be, he'll be back as Iron Man at some point. You know what it says on Letterboxd for Sherlock Holmes three? Hmm. The plot is unknown at this time. That just that they just <laughs> that's what they just released. <laughs> it's just funny to me because it's just like it's supposed to come out this year. Did you uh, watch any other films you would want you want to touch on? I'm gonna be a hundred and ten percent honest here, Mitchell. Mm-hmm. I have seen quite a bit of movies, and none of them are worth talking about. You know, for some reason, and I don't know why I would think this, but I thought you were going to say you hadn't seen anything, and I'm like, but wait a minute, <laughs> that's not Bryce. No, no, like st- straight up, like other than Mitchell's Rhythm Machines, all of my reviews are basically two stars to th- just three, and I don't really feel like talking about them. That's fair. Because I'm like, if I'm not that interested in them, I don't feel like just rambling so, about them. So, obviously, we'll talk about this next week, but coming up, we have the new, we have Spiral, so we're, we're probably both going to watch the new Saw film before then, which will be fun. Yes, I'm excited about that. So I get to watch it three times this week. Oh, yeah, you, you do. You got to watch it <laughs> once with me, once you're with your sister, and once with your wife. It's going to be so much fun. I hope it's good, or I'm going to be so fucking mad. Yeah, I hope so, too. be like the third time going, like, my little sister's going to be like, I'm so excited. I'm going to be like, uh, I told my dad that I'm going to go see this film, and he's like, why? I'm like, because it looks good. He's like, isn't that just a Saw film? And I'm like, D- yeah, and? And he's like, well, you should watch Hamburger Hill instead. I'm like, I can watch it anytime. I can watch Spiral in theaters right now. Here's my here's my theory about uh, Spiral. It's a Saw movie. It mm-hmm. can be bad, and it still would be good. It's fair. They just need to have interesting traps, and it'll be cool. You know, that's fair. I mean, it, yeah, exactly. That's all you should but, expect. From don't be wrong. Something. I'm really excited for Chris Rock in a dramatic role. 
Along with Samuel L. Jackson. I'm expecting this not to be heavy on the traps. And I don't know why I'm thinking that. Maybe it's just because they, it's Chris Rock. They released the first trap on... Like, they released I know. the scene. I, I haven't watched seen it. it. I don't want to. I don't want to either. All I know is it's called a train trap. And I was like... No, see, it here's what, okay, I just ex- and I don't know why I'm expecting this, but I'm just ex- for some reason because you know all the other soft films they just seem like they were, that was their focus was the traps. Yeah, yeah, they did a lot more focus on traps than anything this, else. The trailers I have seen have not showed hardly any traps at all. There's hints of them, but it just seems like I know we're gonna get some traps in this film, but it seems like it's gonna be much more character focused, and I shouldn't Which, expect that much traps. I I am okay. So I I grew up on the saw films, right? I have a saw tattoo. Mm-hmm. I like saw. You do. I am excited for something different. No, that's what I'm saying. Because I'm, I'm, I'm like, glad. I'm like, if this is straight up just a detective film with Saw underlying, I'm fucking so hyped. Why? Because it... we've we've gotten police. Like, if you remember, like I think it was like Saw Four. Mm-hmm. We had the police detective, or the police officer, who had to go and like he was in his own little game. Right. But if this is straight up just Chris Rock being a detective for 90 minutes and having to and like you see traps or whatever, and he find, he's like detective. Right. I'm sold. That Saw movie. Yeah. I don't even care. Because they need something new. I can't just watch people get killed for 90 minutes and have like little drops of a story. Like, right. G- give, no, me, because give me building after like Jigsaw. Like I can't just have like Jigsaw be the one where they're like, more. Like <laughs> g- g- build on to the original. Don't 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 build on Jigsaw. Don't do that to me. Yeah, because what, what this could do is this could like actually spawn a, a whole other part of the franchise that we, we, you know, we, we go into. Saw 10 already in development. Oh, you know this is probably going to be a banger, though. If, Here's if, the, if you know what the funny already. thing about Saw is, though? It is such a well-known franchise, but nobody ever talks about it. They, like, act like it's such an underground thing, yet there's, like, you know, everyone talks about Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, you know, all the classic horror staples. Saw has nine movies. <laughs> and, like, it only gets talked about when Saw movies come out. <laughs> there's nine movies. <laughs> I mean that's that's fair. I mean, Saw One is talked about quite a bit because it's right, so right. iconic. But the franchise in whole, yeah, almost gets forgotten. I, I I think I watched. Okay, here's the here's the thing. I watched Saw right, and I bought this the entire the entire series at one point because I wanted to watch all of them. So I started with Saw. Obviously, it was amazing. Then I watched Saw Two, Saw Three, and then after like once I started watching more of them, it's just because it like it lost its like it lost what it was a about like it just became about the traps and like gore and it like the first one actually had story and there was a reason why they were there and like it actually meant something when they did things and then after a certain point it just became like it just became like a gore fest and just just like blood porn you know what my favorite thing about it was hmm. everything connects that that was my that was like my favorite thing about the whole fu- whole franchise everything connects Yeah, no, that, that's definitely awesome that everything connects. Um, uh, yeah, because I, I know I've heard about that since I didn't watch all of them, but I, that they all actually reference back to each other in some way or another. Um, You've never seen this, like the rest of them? No, I just didn't do, really. Do you care about spoilers? No. Okay, so in Saw 7, this is what really pisses a lot of people off. Right. The ending of Saw 7 reveals that Lawrence Gordon, the survivor of the first Saw movie, right. is now an accomplice of Jigsaw and was the one who was behind, like, all the surgical shit. Oh wow! 
it would explain why it was all you know he was able to do surgery surgical stuff like putting the key behind the eye or like right. people's mouths and like he walks with a limp and all that so like in earlier movies you see like the guy in the cloak walking with a limp and that was actually gordon like they had the whole fucking thing planned and then jigsaw came out and doesn't talk about gordon at all he never gets brought up weird and it was like you're gonna you're gonna show the last scene in the fucking franchise like saw seven the final chapter Lawrence Gordon slamming the door shut in the bathroom where he cut his leg off, being like, game over, right? Jigsaw happens, you learn there's a whole new accomplice, never gets brought back up. Yeah, hopefully Spiral And so I'm like, Spiral stuff. has some fucking questions to answer, because like, if it just if it just ignores all this bullshit and is like doing its own thing, might be a little upset. I'll be okay with it, but like I need I need some tiebacks. I, mean, I need I need some callbacks. I need like a little bit of like trying to intertwine. Sure. You know, and I'm okay uh, with it being smart. And do what like what like Marvel does is that where the well where the reference to like that and it'd be cool it might you might connect it if you know things yeah but like you that, don't that's have what to I know. that's what I expect I don't want them to be like oh if you haven't seen Saw Six then obviously you know like, <laughs> right but like at the same time I'm like I I need some kind of callbacks more than like the Jigsaw Killer I'm like yeah no fucking shit the Jigsaw Killer like dig dig a little deeper than that don't go right. base level like do some little bit more references you don't need to show us everything you don't need to like know the whole series, but, like, give me a little something more that, like, the people who have watched the whole franchise can appreciate. No, I definitely agree with that. Because it's sense. like, Jigsaw didn't do that. <laughs> they didn't do that, no. That, that movie was just like, you know, Jigsaw's dead. New game, and I was like, what the <laughs> New fuck? Game, like, yeah, it wasn't, it didn't continue the mythology that respected the old stuff while also pioneering a new way to go forward. Yeah, it was a, I don't want to call it a bad movie, because I've only seen it once, but I, I and I enjoyed for what it was. But it wasn't like a it was a soft reboot, but it didn't do what the reboots are supposed to do and continue the thing. That makes sense. It was it did not do dude. It made a lot of money. <laughs> it, it sure did. Yeah, it's a soft film. <laughs> well, speaking of detective films, um, we're gonna move on to our film versus feature. You know, each week we pick a movie that we won't want the other person to see, and this week Bryce um, chose Zodiac for us to watch. That's the Robert Downey Jr., Jake Gyllenhaal, Mark Ruffalo film. Basically, the the pre Avengers film, <laughs> Avengers pre- Avengers before but the Avengers were a thing. So um, this movie is so long. It is really long. I long see, and dry. I, I can't even say it's bad though. Like it's, it's not bad. It's just you feel the length. Yeah, you feel the length in which. Yeah, it's not. It's not really good that you feel that length. I, I can say that's not a good thing. But it's also like I'm not mad at anything I watched. Like it just. It just was like. It was just like you could have cut like thirty minutes and it would have been okay. But I get why you did it. But I really feel like they could could've. remake this and it be like make it an hour and a half, maybe two out, maybe two hours like, tops, and make it just so much better and more like intense. You know? Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of scenes of just the dude sitting there over papers and like looking at things. Yeah, like a this, lot of scenes. For some reason, I remember this film being a lot more like dramatic, and that's not as not as good as I thought. Yeah, because you, you watched this a while ago. You didn't yeah. really remember anything. I've never seen this. And I was like, Robert Downey Jr. just kind of disappeared at one point. Like, he just stopped showing up. Yeah, it was like, he was <laughs> he was a major prominent role for like, I don't know, like, like the first an hour half and a half. And then, and then he like, you see one scene with him in Oxygen. Yeah. And then he's just gone. Exactly. Yeah, um, Jake Gyllenhaal, he wasn't really the main character at the beginning of the movie. And but then he, he was just became. Yeah, like, exactly. Um, Mark Ruffalo was the main character at the beginning and then got sidelined halfway through it. Right. And they kept peppering in these, like, murders that the Zodiac Killer did, but then, like, it just you felt didn't, like... I didn't feel any, like... Dread, I guess. Yeah, I was like, oh, no, he there was, shot like, a guy. There was, like, two scenes, maybe, where I felt like I, I kind of, like, got sucked. You know when, you, when you're in a film 
and like you're paying attention to your, like at least a home or whatever but you're paying attention to your phone or whatever and then you just get like something happens on screen and you just sucked in and you forget that you're even like at home you just like you're in the movie yeah kind of like what we, we talked about this when we watched Ma Rainey's Black Bottom how like a lot of that film when they were talking and speaking and it was like you were just engaged, you were there yeah you could have like yeah. go away there was like maybe two scenes in this film all like that yeah because there was the scene where um the cab mm-hmm. he shoots through the cab you're like what the fuck because that was just out of oh, nowhere right. that was um, and then I had the scene for me. It was when uh, Jake Gyllenhaal was in the house with that guy, and he like in the basement. Yeah, yeah, and creepy. it was like creepy as fuck. And he's yeah. like clothing in his shadow, and he's like staring at him. I was like, "That's fucked up." I that was like I felt kind of creepy in that situation. Like he got get out. Of, like that was cool. Other than that, man, it was just kind of like they're talking a lot. Yeah, I didn't I feel mean, I didn't feel any suspense. Nah. I didn't feel any like. It was a lot of stuff that I honestly what's the, what's I couldn't even follow. The dire time or something like that. Like there was no there was no like. We need to get this done now. It was just right. kind of like, y'all just kind of chilling on this. Like, let exactly. it happen. Like, because it happened over years. Like, I mean, I know they're telling like events. Like, you're, you're trying to catch him, but like, not you're not really trying to catch him. I know, like, exactly. Like, you guys have fucked up a lot of things. Like, the the killer's being sloppy as fuck, but and you guys are just like, we'll you also got to time. Think, you also got to remember when, when, that this film is based, you know, based on a, a time of events where they don't have as much technology as we do now, and as many like. Like, just the, the Zodiac Killer today? Nah, bro. Like, <laughs> you would be caught in, like, two days. Because, honestly, I don't even know how you'd be a serial killer these days. It'd be, like, impossible. Because, like, the amount of technology and, and like, in tracking and, and they, they'd be like, they have. The guy would be like, I did it. I got away with it. Nah, bro. We got, like, a security camera on every single house. You ever heard of Ring? That thing's a thing. Like, bro, they'd, they'd, arrest <laughs> you, like, they, they'd arrest you before you even did the crime because they already they just predicted from what you were in, like, in your life. They, like, Amazon AI would be like, do you need, do you need rope and... and you, do you Alexa, need rope and duct tape? Alexa, add rope to my shopping. <laughs> really, really, or add giant plastic bag, black plastic bags to my shopping list. And on Dexter, they just <laughs> they just be like, "Wait a minute, hold up now, brother." Uh, ben, no, I mean, overall, it, it was it was a, a solid film, yeah, but solid it's film, not, but not entertaining. I could yet. see if you were in a theater and like you're forced to pay attention. I probably would have liked it more, but being like at a home, you know, I just, just want to give it a shrug. Like, you know, so, yeah. I'm like, I don't know why everyone's giving it four and a half to five stars. I didn't feel that way about it. I'm like sitting on like maybe like a like a middle three. Like, how would I give it like a pat on the head and like good for you? Be, be like, maybe I just don't like David Finch. You know what? I do want to see a lot of his other films though. I want to see Gone Girl. That's good. I, I like want to see Fight Club's really good. I love Fight Club. Fight Club's good. I really love that film actually. Gone Girl's really good. Fight Club's good. I've heard Social Network's really good. I haven't seen that one yet. Mm, you haven't seen that either. I, I, I've seen that one scene that everyone plays with Andrew Garfield yelling at, uh, what's just, his name, Jesse Eisenberg. I just don't like Jesse Eisenberg. I keep saying that, and then I can... And then, then you I, watch this movie, I, and you're I like, like yeah, he's endearing. <laughs> I know, right? I don't like him. Um, I always yeah. get confused with Michael you Sarah. Know, you know why I think I don't like him? is because he pisses me off in Batman vs. Superman. I just hate him in that film. It pisses me off. Come on, man. You don't want to have a Jolly Rancher shoved in your mouth? That's all he does in the film. It's cherry. <laughs> you know, actually, if he gave me Jolly Rancher push in my mouth, I probably wouldn't be that mad. But, oh, thanks, man. But <laughs> Bruce Wayne and Clark Kent in the same room. Fuck you, man. Look out of here. No, no. I, just, I mean, this, anyway, is, this so, is okay. I'm happy to finally have it off my watch list. But now, I gotta add a film for next week. And this is a film that we've been talking about seeing for months. And I have not seen it. You have not seen it. 
but I feel like we should finally put it on. We should finally put a pin in it and watch it. We've already seen Straight Outta Compton <laughs> again. <laughs> just like we should just be in an infinite time loop where I just keep saying he's Straight Outta Compton. No, we're gonna watch seven. Yeah, we have been trying that. We, yeah, I think we tried to watch that like September of last year. Yeah, we've been we've been trying to watch it for a while now. So I'm like, you know, we we yeah, it's just it's been one of those things where we just keep talking about it, and I was like, we need to get it done. So we're, oh, I'm gonna put it as my next film first feature. Yeah, we on a detective binge, huh? I know exactly. We, we have Spiral, <laughs> and then we have next week is Seven. I'm like, all right, let's go. I'm excited for Seven. I remember the ending, and that's all I remember. Oh, because you've so. seen it, right? When I was like seven, <laughs> get it? Seven. Oh my god, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, no, I haven't seen it at all, so I have no idea what it's about. No, my mom was watching it one day, and I kind of came in near, like near the end tail of it, and I was, you know, I was a kid, so I didn't really fucking care. Oh, okay, that makes and sense. then I just remember the uh, the scene of like the box that everyone knows about. Mm, I don't know what that is, but all right, I guess it's lined up. You don't know about the box? I honestly, I have no. It's idea like the most famous box. quote from the movie. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, I, I've, I've never even heard of the. Movie seven until like last month, like when we talked about or when we first talked about it. I never heard of it before. That's fucking whack. That's the movie that that's the movie that Denzel Washington based the little things. Off. I've seen. Wait, what is little things again? I feel like I've seen that. We did see it. It's Denzel Washington, Jared Leto, Rami Malek. Oh, that film. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, that film was not good. You know, you know, the, you know when the you 90s sit with screenplay. Yeah, you know you when you sit with the film, like after you, you'll rate it, and then you sit with it a while, and you look back on it, like, yeah, no, I didn't like that. <laughs> I've changed ratings on Letterbox after that. I'll be like, see it, I'll be like, why the fuck did I give that three and a half stars? That's like a two star movie. Or no. it's like when you're making a list, and you're like, you're like, but this, I like the movie better. And I was like, but I, I gave that a four and a half, and that a four, and I was like, oh, do 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 switch. <laughs> 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 you're like i i'm not that's being inaccurate that's why i can't do rankings because i'm like i gave that one a uh, two star but that was a three but i like the uh the two star more than sometimes three. fuck I, I typically just leave them the same because here's here's my thing is when somebody if somebody ever asked me about it i'd just be like yeah that one is higher as a four and a four and a half but like when i'm at the time of making my ranking i have to like evaluate how i feel feel about it in, in the hindsight in so hindsight, like as soon as you're right. finished you're like oh my god and then when you're like later you're like that's kind of garbage, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, you know what film was like that for me was um, the new Bad Boys for Life. I don't know what hit me, yeah, what you, struck me, that bro. The first time you were like, man, it's so good. And then we went and saw it together in the theaters for the comeback. And you were like, yeah. I didn't like it as much. No, when I first saw that film, I was enamored with it. I don't know why I loved it so much, but I just thought it was like, I thought it was like a phenomenal film. And then I saw it again, I think like the day after, and I thought the same thing. And then, yeah, I waited a few months, and we saw it again, and I'm just like, that wasn't as good as the first time. What the fuck? I was like, I guess it just doesn't have the replayability. If you guys follow me on Letterboxd this week, you can see my rating of Spiral slowly go down. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> just like, it'd be like five, and then four and a half, and, and then, then two. like 4.2. No, 4. Like... 2. no <laughs> Go from like five to two in like two days, be like, I'm tired of seeing this I fucking saw... film. <laughs> I saw it again. Twist is fucking predictable as fuck. Twist is predictable as fuck. <laughs> If you had paid attention, you would know. <laughs> That's funny. Well, uh, thank you guys. We talked a slew of movie news, Wrath of Man, Zodiac, and various pieces of content we watched throughout the week. New episodes come out every Tuesday, so be sure to follow us and turn on notifications to get updates every time we post. If you want to get uh, keep up with our activities outside the airwaves, you can stalk us on Instagram at Into the Filmverse Podcast. Bryce. Where can people follow you and your wonderful adventures online? You can find me on Letterboxd at Pain Reviews. You can find me on Instagram at Pain Love Cinema. And you can find me on Twitter at Sand Green 
films. I always want to say reviews. <laughs> always. <laughs> always. Um, and you can stay connected with me, Mitchell Chandler, by simply following me on Facebook and Instagram at author Mitchell Chandler, on Twitter at Mitchell Chandler, and on Letterboxd at Mitch Reviews and Mitch and Mitch Lower spelled with the Y, so that's M Y T C H E L. Because I'm a weirdo. That's all for this week, our fellow cinephiles, and until next time, Excelsior! Excelsior! Oh, boy.